places, everybody! I'm gonna make him an offer to gamble for you. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you? I'm the dude. I'm kind of a big deal. Houston, we have a problem. You talking to me? You talking to me? Keep your friends close. But your and your enemies closer. Always remember that line. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Greg Russell Movie Show right here at New Radio Media. So happy to be here along with, of course, Movie Mom. Hi, Jody. Hi, Greg. Welcome back and Th- happy birthday. Thank you so much. You are welcome. 23 again, sort of, kind of. Do you really want to be 23 Not again? really, no. no. <laughs> Too smart for that. Yes, I am. You've got too much life experience. Right? <laughs> That's for darn sure. <laughs> and uh, speaking, of which we have got a very, very special guest yes. with us today. His name is Bob Anderson. He's got a show called Frank the Man, the Music, where he does the music of Frank Sinatra. But uh, the stuff we were talking about even before going on the air, we were saying this could be actually a two-hour special. Just nice. talking with you. Well, um, let's make it one. It's okay. Special. Okay. No, I, uh, incidentally, I'd take 23. Uh, Would you? You'd, well, you'd stop mean, there? You know, Come on. No, I'd rather you'd take, get honestly, if I, if I could go back and live it all again, I'd take 35 and stay there. I knew it. Mm-hmm. 23 is too young. Yeah. It's, yeah. You just don't know enough. Right. right. Yeah. 23 is too 35 young. 35 is good. Yeah. 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 I'm oh, almost there. <laughs> From what I remember, it was really good. <laughs> That's the thing, from what you remember. That's what I remember. <laughs> but, Bob, you're going to be back. You're from Detroit. You're from Detroit, native. yes, from Warren. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Warren, Michigan. It, Went to Centerline High School. All right. And uh, love it here. Unbelievable. Had friends all over the place. I went to Centerline High School, but I really hung out with an awful lot of people, probably more from Cusno. You know what's crazy? What's that? My dad called me on the phone yesterday telling me that a guy he had gone to high school with was in town, and he's trying to tell me how famous this guy is. I said, well, what's his name? He's Bob Anderson, and he's the number one Sinatra impersonator (laughs) in the world. And even Frank Sinatra's friends told him that he's the best, right? Tony Bennett and this and that. So my dad's telling me this yesterday. Who walks in today here to the station? We had no idea this was happening. And I heard him say his name was Bob, and I went, freeze, What? This is crazy because he pretty much he went to high school with my dad. Yes, and knows my parents' friends and like what a small world. Yeah, it, that's weird. Sure isn't it? is. And I cannot wait to go to the show now because there's been so much <laughs> hype. And this, yeah. I mean, you're big time. Well, not you're that like big. here's you big know, time, and you're above <laughs> big time. You're like double Wait, big time. No, here no. He's yes, he's up, up there. there. No, he's no, up no, there. no. I've been fortunate, you know, in the business and uh, started, you know, and left and left town here. You know, it was a big deal to leave. Mm-hmm. All those people you're talking about, right. the friends, you know, because back then, and I know it, it's still today, but I can only speak for us. Those people that you're talking about, I mean, we would go, I'll tell you how, how, how friendly all of us were. If there were 20 of us and we'd be at somebody's apartment or something, uh, having a couple drinks or something or whatever, doing whatever we were doing. Right. And, uh, <laughs> and we were going to go down and see the Tigers play, okay? Okay. And if all 20, we said... Go and we all ran outside and jumped in a car. No matter who that car, who was in that car with you, you'd never say, Oh man, I wish I was up there with him. Right. You dug the person that was with you as much as you did any one <laughs> of the other 20s. It so didn't cool. matter. Right. Yeah. I mean, and to have so many friends like that. Yeah. You that know, is and, rare. Yeah. So when I left, you know, leaving to move out there at like 21 years old, 
and then leaving all that and and my family too mm-hmm. six boys two girls and a lot of cousins and all that stuff but right it's so great to come back here and today you know what i was looking boy what they did to detroit yeah oh my gosh it's fantastic it's it is isn't amazing. it fantastic mm-hmm. but then going there to get through the traffic and construction i went across uh 18 mile a long lake road all the way out to orchard lake road okay Oh, and I'm looking at these houses. I'm saying, "Oh no, no, that's a doctor's. Uh, that's a that's a hospital right there." Man. Oh, <laughs> or, no, no, those are oh, that's yeah. a whole. All those are these lawyers. Are the Bloomfield Hills right. Drive. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Those homes. One of the richest and I counties in the country. The third, I heard, in the country mm-hmm. as a county. The third, right. Third yeah, wealthiest. Oakland county. That's right. So move that's back right, here, man. you'll fit right in. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> because where are you living now? Well, Bob? Let me, uh, I live in Savannah, Georgia. Oh, okay. Yeah, Savannah and. Uh, Moved down there. Um, I've been down there about, about four years. All right. And went down there. My, my kids uh, moved down there. I have a son and a daughter, and the daughter lives uh, in Charleston, mm-hmm. South Carolina, which is an hour north of there. All right. And my son uh, lives, Matt, lives in uh, Savannah, but he's got the two grandkids, so that's where we went. Yeah. You know, we you got to see there. the grandkids. That's oh, you right. got to be there. Yeah. That's right. It's the joy of life. Absolutely. <laughs> Even though Absolutely. I'm not a grandpa yet. <laughs> but... I, well, I see my yeah. dad. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, you just cherish that. Oh, you oh, really do. You really do. You really do. And oh, it's amazing. You play with them. You give them whatever they want you, because I'm, it's like. How many got? Three. Oh, my goodness. Yep. A teenager. Well, soon to be teen. I think she's going to be 13 this year. Yeah. Typical, you know, grandfather. Yeah. I don't remember how old they're. 13, <laughs> 8, and two years old. Oh, I got one, two, and uh, nine. All right. Yeah. We should get them together. Oh, yes, we should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then they'll be going later like you and I were doing. I know you from somewhere. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Get them together, man. Now, i got to ask you, how did this whole thing start for you? I mean, what got you into the music and starting up the show as far as Sinatra? Uh, well, okay. You mean up all the way to reaching Sinatra or uh, is this about Sinatra or how I got into business? Uh, uh, about Sinatra. Okay, about Sinatra. Anyway, I, I started Merv Griffin. You remember Merv Griffin? <laughs> Oh, I got a funny uh, Merv Griffin story to tell you. Go ahead. Oh, good. I'd like to hear it. Well, uh, first of all, uh, Nat, Nat, when I get too long on some of these things, mm-hmm. just find a way to interrupt me and then we'll change the subject go on to something else. No problem. Because my wife says, Bob, don't don't talk as long as you do, okay? <laughs> don't be you know, yourself here. Exactly. Okay. No, but very quickly, um, I, I was out... Um, to uh, Las Vegas. I mm-hmm. got my old Volkswagen, drove to Las Vegas from Detroit. I wanted to go out there and check it out. And it was during the time um, at the end of, uh, like in the early 70s, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I uh, I had long hair and uh, cut off sandals, peace <laughs> sign, mm-hmm. you know. Even had an ugly Volkswagen Beetle, okay. <laughs> so I drove... <laughs> I'm sorry, man, if you got one of those. Okay. <laughs> so, Tony's over there going, oh, yeah. Tony, my God, it's Tony. my car. Exactly. Got to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, wasn't ever, I wasn't in show business. I used to sing around Detroit a little okay. bit before that because I had relatives that were in the business and stuff, and I'd always just sit in and stuff, but nothing serious. So I go out to Vegas. I'll make this real quick because it's a long story. So I go into Las, I get to Las Vegas. I've been sleeping in my car for three days, and I park the ugly Volkswagen way. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> so the, 
Tony's got a Volkswagen. Yeah, he does actually. So, yeah, it's the Beetle yep. too. It's, yep. uh, it's the not, bus. My mom's cousin. It's not sexy, it Tony. Okay. Uh, okay. I thought it was a cool looking car. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he named it Ringo. See, right. okay. so there you go. <laughs> I parked that. So I parked your car way in the back of the of the hotel, and I walked in the back. And I'm walking through, and I'm 21 years old, and I'm walking through like this, really gruddy. You know, slept in my car for three days. But when you're that young, you can sleep in your car for a month, oh, and yeah. you look great. You know, oh, yeah. Until you get out. So I'm walking, and I see, oh, the Congo showroom. So I open up the door, and some dude says to me, yeah, kid, can I help you? I said, no, 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 man. I'm just looking around, man. And mm-hmm. I turned around and walked away, and he says, hey, kid, come here. He said, uh, you want to watch a rehearsal? I said, depends on what it is. What do you mean, rehearsal? He said, they're practicing. It's practicing. He said, uh, now, when I walked by the hotel, the marquee said, Joan Rivers, and uh, and uh, um, I can't think of his name, but he was a great uh, impressionist. Now I can't even think of his name right now. No. But anyway, so um, I said, I'm going to go in there and see them. He says, mm-hmm. Nancy Sinatra's uh, in here. She's got, you know, she just when she had these boots of made. Oh, for okay. Yeah. Okay, so she's on there in the Everly Brothers. They're going to open oh, in four man. hours and they're, they're rehearsing. So I said, he says, sit down over there. Don't make any noise. I said, okay, man. Cool. So I'm sitting there. Two minutes goes by. Not even that. There's a big fight on the stage. Everly Brothers getting a big fight. They're notorious for it. But Nancy <laughs> butted in and they said something to her. So she was, they were out of the show. Oh, jeez. And, and so they left the show after rehearsing for the whole week, five, six days of rehearsing, and she was going to open in four hours. Oh, my so goodness. <laughs> I, I, so dig this, man. I'm sitting mm-hmm. there in my chair. Total chaos. Got the phone out there. She had the phone. She was calling all types of performers. They couldn't make it. Mm-hmm. I said to the guy, I said, I, I walked up to him and I said, hey, man, I'm a singer. I can do whatever she needs. He says, you're a singer? I said, yeah. He says, go up and tell her. <laughs> I said, I said, come on, man, go up and tell her. He said, go up and tell her. I said, I'm gonna. He says, good. I walked up and all the chaos and stuff, and they see me dressed like this, like how do you, right? How do you get in here? Okay, so I go like this. Nancy, Nancy, hey, I'm a singer. I can do whatever you need. I opened that evening in the main showroom of the Sahara Hotel. Holy smokes. So, I mean, talk about being in the right place yeah, at the right. right time. Like, I don't know what you say, fate, karma, God. What do All you think? It. Well, no, it's, it's, it's fate would do that. You know, and yeah. and uh, God led it probably there or whatever. You know, I no, yeah. I believe in God. And then a yeah. little moxie because you said something, right? Uh, yeah, sure. Well, no, I did, and I went up there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Oh, but wait. So then she says to the, to the conductor who said, you know, everybody laughed. Everybody did. The conductor said, uh, uh, she, Nancy, that's, we don't have any time. Let's put this kid in the show. It might be funny. And she says, what about my duets? Who's going to do my duets? I said, Nancy, I know your duets. <laughs> you knew I know. her. Yeah, and I did know her duets, sure. Wow. So they started off. They said, okay, let's see if you can sing. So the orchestra, big orchestra in the state, starts conducting. And I go into Frank Sinatra's song, or the, Nancy's, that she did with her father. Remember that? I know I stand in line yeah. until you think you find the time. And then you go and spoil it all by saying something stupid like, I love you. Yeah. And that Woo. was it. That was it. So I opened then. She got me going, introduced me to Merv Griffin, got in on his shows. Griffin uh, saw me, Mike Douglas saw me, then Johnny Carson, and I started doing all the Letterman. Wow! And all Johnny those shows. Carson. And, yeah, and David Letterman, I've done a lot of his things, and, and Johnny Carson. And uh, But then I wound up, being Johnny Carson's opening act, I toured with him. 
Oh my so, God! So Carson and I would go on the road together. That and, is uh, so great, jeez! So yeah, that was one of my heroes. Wow. Well, Honestly, my goodness! Well, yeah, he was the greatest. He was. He's he was biggest, the best. The he biggest was. Name out there. But but you know, but what he was, but he go back and watch him and listen to him or see what he does. How he lets the guest, you know, what I mean, and mm-hmm. he sits there and he knows when to come in and when to do this. He was just the best. He, right. Merv Griffin was really good too. Mm-hmm. But uh, and you know, but uh, okay, are we done? <laughs> we're just getting started. We're just getting started. We've got one minute, and before we go to the break, I'll tell you my Merv Griffin story. All right, go ahead. I used to do stuff for Jerry Lewis uh, with the Muscular Dystrophy Association, so we would always be out in Beverly Hills at Merv Griffin's, you know, Beverly Hilton. Yeah. So one day we come back in and we walk through the bar, and behind a pillar we just see you see somebody smoking, and somebody's going, "What are they doing? You can't smoke here." I said, "Well, you can if you own the place." And they said, yeah. "What?" I said, "It's Merv Griffin." Yeah. So Merv sitting in the lobby, and his thing was. Right, throw me out, you know, type deal. But that was just so funny, so funny. We're here with Bob Anderson, who has got, I'm loving all the stories and also has a special show coming up in June here in the Detroit area, and we're going to be back to talk more about that. More of the Greg Russell Movie Show coming up. Keep your friends close, but your enemies At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Wald Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic sweeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. Guys, wait up. Hold on. Daddy said hold on. You know, I was thinking, Bill, I'm ready for our show, and and you're ready for Mm -hmm. the show, but how do we let everyone know that we're ready for the show? Uh, Slow motion rap video? And we are back with the Greg Russell Movie Show. Boy, we've been having a great time. Movie Mom, hi Jody, is here. Hey, everybody. And got to tell you, we've got the one and only Bob Anderson here with us. He's got a show called Frank the Man, the Music. And he's traveled all over the world. And even during the break, you know, talking, bringing up stories about... You know, so many of the people who you've worked with and been involved with. I mean, it's yeah. it's a who's who of Hollywood history. 
It really, it it really is. You know, I was, I was, you know, you. I started off with the Sinatra family, and that really opens the door for you. You know, when you get it with that, yeah. And it was just by fate, how how it happened and things. But what we were just talking about, and uh, shortly I'll just mention real quick. I'm um, I'm laying uh, at home on the couch, yeah. And the and this is in Las Vegas, and uh, the phone rings, and my wife Karen says, "Here, it's Sammy, Sammy <laughs> Davis Jr." I said, oh, go ahead, you talk. And she said, Get, take the phone. <laughs> so um, so he gets on the phone, and he says to me, hey, man, uh, how how quick how quick can you get down here? And uh, I I said, don't worry. I'm at Bally's, and I can't get off the couch. So His face need- looks like him, by I the way. I know. I was going to say. <laughs> you know, thank goodness we have video, because I'm looking at his life. He, he, he needed his hips replaced, both of them. Oh. So and Sammy was the guy that would push it so far, you know. Mm-hmm. He just would never get it done. And right. this time he couldn't get off the couch. And Jerry, Lew- he and Jerry Lewis were working together, and that's why I brought this up because I know oh. how you knew Jerry so well yeah. and things. So I brought this up, and anyway, so Jerry was uh, Jerry Lewis said this when he left, and he's told me this, and uh, other people know it too. That after working with Dean Martin, Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis, that he, he loved uh, Dean and. He said, but he will never, ever work another show in his life where he doesn't have the top billing. Right. Because for 25 years, it was Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis, okay? Right. And he did never held that. He did not hold that against Dean, but mm-hmm. he said it won't happen again. That's why he never worked with Sinatra, he and Sinatra again, because he would not take second billing. Oh, wow. <laughs> and and so the thing was is that, so what Jerry would do, though, when he, was, when he had top billing, is you'd go into the show and he would open the show though anyway and be the opening act. Yeah. And and then he'd bring the other person on. Okay, so Sammy Davis was backstage, he couldn't get off the couch. Jerry's already on stage. Sammy calls me, How quick can you get down here? I called my musical director. I said, Bring the books down to Bally. He passed them out and I said, Pull up the Dean Martin. Exactly, man. I thought you were Dean Martin over there for a second. So so then he, he gets uh, up there, and, and I said, now I told the guy, I said, listen, tell me one minute before Jerry's going to bring on Sammy, and then tell me. He said, go, Bob. So I said, kick it off, Vince. So I walk out on the stage as, uh, as, uh, uh, as Dean, Dean oh, Martin. Okay. Uh-huh. I walk out as Dean Martin, and Jerry's out there, and I'm coming out, and Jerry starts laughing his butt off. <laughs> and so he comes out there. And he thinks that Sammy sent me out there just to do a little bet with him, and right. I'm going to get off. Well, Jerry wouldn't get off the stage. So he and I, I wound up doing about a 15-minute bit of Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis together. And we're doing this stuff, so finally Jerry gets off the stage. Okay, long story short, I went and did the tour, with, uh, continued the tour with Jerry around the country. Six months later, I'm at the... Uh, at the the Sands Hotel in Atlantic City. Okay. And I'm working on with Shirley MacLaine. So now Jerry and uh, Sammy calls up, man, I'm having me a party tonight because we're closing. Will you come on over? Come over here, man. <laughs> so I said, okay. So Shirley MacLaine and I go over there to the party. Unbelievable uh, top of the of, uh, Harris Marina. Great big room. There's probably 300 people in the room. All the gypsy dancers and stuff come down from Manhattan because of Sammy Davis. You know, right. he, he lets anybody, everybody in. He invites everybody. So I get in there, and sitting up here on the table on the, up there is, there's a, when I walked in, there's Debbie Reynolds, okay, sitting with a comic by the name of Rip Taylor. Remember Yes, okay. I do. So she's sitting with him. Then there's Steve Lawrence and Edie Gourmet, oh, you know, geez. the singers. Okay, then there's Alta V's. Look at Billy. He doesn't know any of them. He's going, he's going, <laughs> 
Wow. Tony's wow. like, going, who? Yeah, I guess these are big, big stars over there. Aren't they big stars? Yeah, I never heard of them. You really haven't heard anybody. I, I have heard so, of you know, most of these yeah, people, actually. Perfect, so, and then there's Altavis and, and Sammy. Yeah. I'm sitting there now, me and Shirley. I go down to pick them up. up. He said, I'm going to go have a mix of drink. And Sammy says, make me a spritzer, man. So I go down there, and I'm in the middle. There's an island bar in the middle of the room. Okay. 30 seconds, this will be over. Island bar in the middle of the room. <laughs> I start making the drinks, and I look over here in the bathroom, okay? And the door's open. This about a foot wide. And Sammy's going, hey, man, come here. Come here, man. And I'm looking at him, and I'm saying, get out of here. So he says, come over here, man. So uh, he's in the bathroom, and you know it's one of these great big Italian okay. bathrooms with mm-hmm. the marble and it's yeah. echo, yeah. echo. Yeah, I come in there, and he takes me, and he says, sit down right over here. And so he sits me down on the side of the tub there, and he starts to tap dance for me in the bathroom. Oh, wow. And he's dancing away, and he tap danced for me for a good 20 minutes, just doing Bojangles bull, bull yeah, and yeah. with the whole thing. And he tap danced, and this was his way. He hadn't seen me since the phone call, and he had, didn't even see me then. Right. So, and this was his way of thanking me for taking his place with Jerry Lewis oh, and showing me that he had his chops back. Aww. So Steve Lawrence knocks on the door. So what are you, what are you, what are you queens doing in there? <laughs> so, uh, so he opens the door, and Steve comes in, and then he was a great tap dancer. So the two of them kept tap dancing and stuff. And I'm sitting there watching Sammy Davis Jr. tap dance. Has anybody had Sammy Davis Jr. tap dance for him for in the toilet for 20 minutes? <laughs> no. I doubt it. No. No, I don't you think so. Right, that, that, that was it. That, that, that story. Was it. That's pretty amazing. Man. Well, it wasn't oh, really as good man. as I thought it was. I mean, really. No. If that happened today, <laughs> no. everyone would see it because you would have had your phone out recording oh, it. Oh, ab- yeah. Live video. Oh, my gosh, private concert. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Sammy D rocks. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag toe tapper. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you know, you asked me about the Frank show. Well, yeah. A little bit just about what the Frank show is. Right. I, the reason I did the Frank show was because the entertainment business was changing so much in Las Vegas, and on, not Las Vegas, all over. You know how it's changed. That's for sure. And it's gotten, gotten away. So I said, what can I do today that is going to make my show, my performance relevant in today's society still? And that will uh, that'll work with the younger generation yeah. as well. And I got thinking about it and stuff, and it's Frank Sinatra. He's the only one. He's the only artist of all time that transcends every generation. He's as well known today. Mm-hmm. Did you ever hear Frank Sinatra, man? Okay, mm-hmm. good. Tony's like, yeah, uh, baby. Yeah, all right, <laughs> so, I love uh, me some but Sinatra. Every, yeah, <laughs> yeah. every year, man, or every generation, mm-hmm. he's still tremendously popular. Right. So, and it was an amazing thing, as I was saying before, uh, that when we did our tickets um, and Las Vegas, you could, a volunteer thing in the back you could sign. Well, anyway, it wound up being that one-third of my audience was under 30 years old. Oh, man. For the whole That's year. Great. For the whole year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it and, and it, the guys would, would come down the front and sit with their girlfriends and stuff. They'd all come in with their hats on, yeah. you know, and the whole thing. <laughs> and, and that was one of the things that really made it tough about me taking on this project because the water has been muddied up so much mm-hmm. That you know, everybody thinks they can put a hat on sideways and go on YouTube, and, right. and be Frank Sinatra, right? I mean, he's only the greatest singer of the 20th century. I mean, it's you know, it's a tough thing to yeah. try to do that. And I worried too. I worried. I said, "What are the critics going to say? What are the people going to say if I do that? Who's this guy think he is? He goes, yeah. the brand for going to be Frank Sinatra for an hour and a half.' But here I am. You know, it still worked. It worked, and uh, 
We're doing it, and uh, it's a reenactment, like I said, but it's broken down to three parts of Sinatra's career. Okay. In the show, it's a theatrical production, and that's you know it's it's that. So it's about his personal appearances. Okay. It's about his recordings where he recorded over fourteen hundred songs, and so we recreate. Most of them happened in Capitol Records. Yeah. I'm talking to you on the stage, and the lights are out and the, at the place. And uh, all of a sudden, boom, and I say, let's go to Capitol Records. And the stage turns into the recording studio oh, at Capitol geez. Records. And we go in there and we reenact the evening when he first met Nelson Riddle. Yeah. And they recorded, I've got the world on a string. So we, we redo all that. Another part is his saloon song, things that he used to do. Um, and... Um, uh, you know, when you take a walk, the the studio or the the theater is going to have rain like a thunder happening, mm-hmm. and and then Sinatra's kind of depressed, so he goes into his saloon stuff, and he winds up, he takes a walk and under a street lamp and all this, and then he winds up singing. It's quarter to three. I'm no one in a place except you and me. You know, set him up, Joe. All that. Right. And so we do those things, and uh, remember Antonio Carlos Jobim, mm-hmm. the guitarist, and when he's with Sinatra and those chairs, and, yeah. Joe Beam used to be on his TV specials, so we reenact that too. And then the rest of it is me just being Sinatra. The makeup, when you come out and you see it, like it's, you know, did I already tell you that about the makeup? No, no. no. This year, uh, my makeup artist, his name is Kazu Suji. If you watch the Oscars this year, he won the Academy Award this year for uh, Winston Churchill. Oh, but wow. great. Yeah, yeah, he did that one, but he already did... Uh, Benjamin Buttons, mm-hmm. uh, Brad, the Brad, Brad, Pitt. Brad Pitt, yeah, he did Eddie, Mur- Eddie Murphy, Nutty, Nutty Professor, all of them sitting around the table. The Jim, <laughs> yes. Jim, Jim Carrey's Grinch Stole Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his face is uh, uh, Lincoln, uh, Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis, yeah, he did them all, and uh, he did all my makeup uh, for me. Jeez, and check this out, man. For him to make my ma- is eighty grand for the makeup on my face, eighty thousand. Wow, for the makeup. every time. Every time I put it on, I put it on five times a day, so that's 400000 a day I spend. Stop it. No. Whoa. <laughs> well, of course <laughs> not. No. It's 400000 Yeah, it cost me 400000 a day. That's it? Shh. I get away with it. And how much yeah. you make for the show? You make Frank, it Wait, I'm going Frank to get on this. Right. It's worth it. Okay. <laughs> Was no. that like for a prototype? No, one, no. What they do, they make a mold of your head, yeah. you know, and they open it up, and then they build prosthetic pieces out of that where the face looks there. They fill it with this. And it dries and, and it's just, but it's made out of silicone now. And right now, if I was sitting here across from you guys, there's no way that you could see that I had makeup on. You would, you would know it. So those crazy movies If I are smile, true? I do like this. They, 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 they squint. You see all this here. You see everything. I have a, a piece that goes on my forehead, my my nose, uh, my lips, my cheekbones, under here, and. Uh, and the hair, of course. Right. How long right. does this? Do you put it on yourself then? No, I no. couldn't. No, no, okay. no, no. Uh, it takes about uh, the application now is an hour and a half, but it used to take me almost three hours to oh, have it done. That's a long time. Man, yeah, yeah. it is. That's a lot. And it's weird. Now, also, you've got your show coming up here in Detroit in June. Tell us a little bit about that and where it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be June sixteenth at the Detroit Opera House. You can get your tickets at Ticketmasters, or you can go to Andiamo. You know, right. uh, Andiamo.com, I guess, and uh, get them. And we have Johnny Trudell's orchestra with us. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, man, Johnny's band oh, Johnny? with 32 cats with us, uh, musicians. I brought, I bring my own guys with me, rhythm section and stuff. Right. Piano, bass, drums, lead, trumpet. Um, and uh, we're going to do that. And 
I'm a little nervous, you know. There's family here, and there's people right. from Cosno yeah. and Centerline and Old all the places. Well, I'm going. <laughs> and, I'm going to be and there. And she's going to have her yeah. mom and dad there, there, too. Yeah. yeah sure. Yeah. They're going to give tomatoes out, like, at the door. That's right. So that you, can, you can throw them. <laughs> if you don't, the better. If you don't dig what I'm doing, you throw a tomato at me, you know? <laughs> yep. And that's the way that works. Well, I've got to say, Bob, <laughs> this has just been amazing. we got to get you back in here again for the show. Thank you. Thank Would, you. I love the stories. Love you. Looking forward to seeing the show as well. Bob Anderson, Frank, the man, the music, coming to Detroit as well as other places around the world. Bob, thank you so much. Hey, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Oh, you got it, Jody. Hey, thank you for having me. Oh, always. What a pleasure always. to meet you, Bob. Yeah, Jody, awesome. absolutely. I think I talked to you on this one, didn't I? <laughs> you did. And we got to thank Tony over there in the corner, too. Proud. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm sorry to rip on you, Tony. It's all right. <laughs> He's still bitter. I deserve it. Thanks so much, folks. This has been the Greg Russell Movie Show right here. And we had a great time coming back at you soon. This June, Fat Mike's Punk and Drublick Festival takes over Legend Valley Campground in Thornville, Ohio for three days of kick-ass punk rock, food, beer, and camping. Lineup includes No Effects, Rancid, Me First in the Gimme Gimmies, Pennywise, Money Money Bostones, and much, much more. In addition, there will be a craft beer tasting garden with over 200 craft beers, which includes local and national. Also, there will be stories from the road, including Fat Mike of No Effects, Keith Morris of Black Flag, and Jello Biafra. Tickets are on sale right now at punkandrublicfest.com. We'll see you there. low-budget movie version. 60s TV version. Early 2000s high school pseudo-adaption that eventually grows into the geek we all know and love version here. I'm getting paid a lot of money to be here, so listen up. Watch the Geektainment channel on NewRadioMedia.com. It's geek-approved. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at newradiomedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live.